0: You're listening to The Interview Show with Seth Goldstein on the phillytech.org netcast network. And we are live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the second edition of the interview show on the PhillyTech.org network, network. I'm here with Taylor Cohen, the CEO and co founder of Backpack, minus the K, um, yes, a, okay. a social network for the college crowd. Yes. Exactly. So, Taylor, tell us a little bit about yourself and Backpack. Great. Um, all right, so obviously, you guys know my name is Taylor. Um, I am a senior at Rowan University, I'm finally getting out of here in December, um, living in Philadelphia though, so obviously excited to be joining with everybody here. Um, been working on Backpack now for about a year, uh, you know, I've had a really, really, really strong interest in social media for a while, I usually tell people, uh, you know, it all started with Tom from MySpace, he was my first friend and he had the biggest influence on me. Um, I was using social media like even like 12, 13 years old um, in different ways than I guess you could say like my friends were, Uh, you know, to where maybe they were using it to connect with people. I was trying to figure out like why people were connecting with people the way that they were, why they were communicating this way. And it sounds very odd to say that as like a 12 or 13-year-old, but in recollection that's that's really what I was trying to get at. Um, That and I found as an entrepreneur without kind of realizing that's what I wanted to do yet. Um, I was figuring out ways to kind of make money off of my friends. <laughs> so, like, I was I was doing, like, I was like, oh, give me $5 and I'll do your AIM profile. Uh, give me $10 and I'll, I'll, you know, do your MySpace profile and I'll find a cool template and, and I'll make your About Me section. So, um, as I kind of got into college and whatnot, I got into advertising and, you know, I'm my, my background is kind of exclusive to digital media. Um, and I started to see over like the past year or so, uh, there were two big things that happened. Uh, one, being in this field and being in this market, um, you see a lot of you know, new, new startups, new, new ways that brands are trying to target their audiences. Um, and the ones that are kind of like segmenting uh, either a market or a specific demographic, even maybe sometimes psychographics, um, they seem to get the most attention uh, from, say, you know like different outlets, uh, and they catch on a lot quicker. And this was just from my personal experience. It may not be uh, you know a fact, but it was just clearly evident in my in my field. Um, now, as I said, I'm in college. So at the time of me kind of realizing this and seeing this cool trend that was going on, uh, I, I started interviewing for some internships. And this one internship is what led to backpack. Uh, I went on an interview. It was a big, big interview in New York City. Amazing like program they had for the summer. Um, this was like about this time last year. Uh, I go on the interview, I killed it. Like Seth, I, I knocked it out of the park. I had it I had it in the bag. I knew some people at the agency. Um, you know I I really thought I had it as I'm walking out the door. You know, we all have these smartphones. You know, we have all these apps on them. You know, we're always connected, and especially as millennial people expect that. Being in my field, social media, you know, they, it would be weird to not have that. Uh, so I'm literally walking out the door, and the woman stops me, and she was the executive uh, creative director and vice president of the agency. She says, do you have, do you have your phone on you? And I said, yeah. She was great. Can I see your Facebook? And I'm like, uh, yeah. Now, again, being in this field, I do know, you know, there's certain things that you don't want to post on the internet. Um, and I really don't have anything on Facebook that would, you know, say put me in a bad situation. Just because, at this point in time, you know, this was like I said, only a year ago. It's become clearly evident that social media can be used against you when, say, you're looking for a job or, in this case, an internship. And I know that it is, uh, you know, it's like employers can be watchdogs. Uh, so I was kind of prepared, but not. And I guess what I wasn't prepared for was how it was going to make me feel emotionally. Um, so I handed her my phone and this was, you know, like not long after Facebook had come out with their whole timeline feature and everything. So like in a matter of minutes, she was back in like 2008 and that was like my senior year of high school. So there was this really rather large disconnect of, um, my authentic self and how I presented myself in, say, uh, my interview and what she was maybe seeing on Facebook. And this really bothered me, like, even as it was happening. And like I said, it wasn't, you know, there's nothing bad, but it just didn't sit with me well. Um, I actually did not get the internship. Wow. And Yeah, yeah, I did not get the internship. And like I said, I had a good friend that worked there, and she actually told me. She said she just felt like, from what she saw on your social media, and then how you presented yourself in the office. Um, you know, to sum it up, like I just said, she she just mentioned that there was this disconnect of the way that you present yourself. So oh, I had wow. a huge, I had a huge problem with this, and it's a huge problem that's been going on for a while, not just with me, but as I started to tell people about what happened in my situation. Um, a lot of my other friends, or even like associates that I work with, moving fo- like m- moving forward from this, um, had expressed you know this concern as well. And I saw that the biggest problem was, or the, or the the people that were worried about this the most were actually millennials that were aware, you know, that not everything we share is private. But um, people that are you know in college, and there, there's so many different areas of where things like this can be affected. Um, it's a it's a very odd time in our lives, but yet we want to be able to you know share our experiences. And unfortunately, at this day and age, uh, it's kind of part of culture to say, which is something somebody said to me recently. Actually, uh, you know, p- post it or it didn't happen. If you can't prove it, were you really there? Did it really happen? You know, did yeah, you really see pressure. that? Exactly. So it's like social media peer pressure. It's a real thing. Um, so I, I, I started thinking of like, you know, something, I was like furious. I was like, you know, something needs to be done. <laughs> so I, I've, I've never started up a company, um, but I know a lot about social media. And I, I do a lot of research in the field. Um, you know, my background's communication studies, which is really the art of persuasion. But um, through that, I studied a whole lot about behaviors. And I just went for it. I said, you know... If, if any, if you know, if the guy next door to me can start up a company, you know, why can't I? You know, who, who says I can't? Uh, you know, I figured it's going to be hard. I'm a college student. I'm never going to be able to pull this off. So it was actually something completely different in the beginning. Um, you know, the privacy factor was always there. But, uh, you know, we've been working on this for about a year now. I, I got the best piece of advice like a few weeks into kind of telling some people some ideas. Um, I attended like some, you know, Philly meetup thing. Uh, which was like the first time I ever told anybody about like an idea, the first time I ever really met anybody in Philly that was in like the tech community. And that is what drove this one hundred percent that's why my company is here in philly. that's why I will stay in Philly. Um, and that's very like incredibly important to me, the uh, thing I hold closest to my heart actually about why this is becoming so successful. Um, you know I, I immediately was told you know, this is a great idea, there's a lot of things that you need to change and a lot of things you need to work on, but I think you should roll with it. And it's ended up to be, um, you know, really a, a private social network for college students that um, empowers them to freely express themselves, um, you know, where they don't have to worry about what they're sharing because the privacy factor is military grade. Uh, we want to be able to make this something that actually is no backdoor policy. So in order to, uh, say, anybody outside of college get into our network, they need to present me with a warrant um, unless, of course, it is some type of emergency uh, you know, or there's a threat, something like that. We have exclusions. Uh, but what I also saw, Seth, was mm-hmm. as a college student myself, everybody's poor here. college is expensive and we're busy with school and it got even harder with the startup and you know I found myself um, really really dealing with some financial problems even worse off than some of my friends Um, and it's crazy to say that because I mean we're so young and of course yeah we're going to be poor and you know that's what my parents would say Uh, but it's still hard nonetheless the average college student I think their discretionary spending is like $152 a week I mean, I live off campus, like I said, I live in Philly, um, you know, with food and gas and everything like that. That is not, (laughs) that is nowhere near enough money. Um, And then, you know, we want to have this experience for four years because it's the last time that, you know, we're we're, we're kind of like free without, you know, having to wake up every morning and, you know, go to work. and. uh Yeah, so uh, you know we want to be able to, to to walk away from college and say you know yeah I did that and I, I did it the best I could, uh, you know and I had these awesome times and I, I had some awesome experiences and it's hard to do that when you know everything, I mean at the end of the day everything costs money, uh, so what we've actually built into Backpack is kind of like an incentive for uh, for for our our users. Um, I kind of look at this as like a social network that also gives back. So, um, just like you know, a regular like like or maybe even like say dislike, we use an upvote downvote method, uh, sort of like Reddit. Um, our algorithm is time stamped, so users actually view content in their time or in their newsfeed based upon you know their their university that they choose, um, but they also are only going to see content that is relevant at that moment. Uh, We're always busy, you know. We're we're on the go, and I don't want to see, you know, a post that somebody shared from yesterday at the top of my feed just because it got thirty upvotes. The reason it got thirty upvotes is because it's been on my feed since yesterday. So, um, you know, it's the most relevant info. But the users that get the most upvotes, they're actually eligible for rewards from companies or brands that specifically advertise or target the college market. Um, So, I mean, like, I have boxes, and I'm not even exaggerating, as I have boxes of, like, magnets and lanyards and a bunch of just crap that I'm never going to use. You know, all these companies are always trying to give us the stuff, you know, to have their name on it. But the thing is is that it's really just a waste of money. None of us use it. We usually lose it or throw it out. Um, You know, for me, it sits in a box in my basement. Uh, So I... I wanted to be able to do something so that students could get stuff that they actually would use, um, and it would incentivize them to actually share better content. So you're not seeing the 48 pictures of somebody's dog, or you know the photos of some girl's baby that you know you graduated high school with, and she doesn't even go to your school. So it's all about market segmentation. And as an example, what I usually use is uh, you know myself, but to explain here, we'll use Red Bull. So Red Bull is somebody I would love to partner with, um, you know, their their, their market is uh, college students without a doubt, um, and the way that I see things through my research and even just, I've worked for a couple different apps myself, um, everybody at the end of the day wants to be liked and they want to be known as popular, um, even if they don't use that word, That that's what it is, uh, it's regular human psychology. So. You know, say I I partner with Red Bull. Red Bull sends me out maybe like 100 free cans. Um, You know, I I post something on Backpack that a lot of other students like. They upvote it. Um, But here's the thing, Seth. I'm I'm not just popular on Backpack. I'm finding that, you know, these, to use a buzzword, these influencers, um, you know, they're they're popular and well known and well respected online and offline. So while people may be upvoting my, my, you know, what I'm sharing, um, it's not just about what I'm sharing. It also is in respect to who I am as a person. Um, you know, Kim Kardashian is a great example. She shares a bunch of crap all the time that you know really doesn't reflect her at all. But people will favorite it on Instagram because they like her. So again, say Red Bull sends us out 100 free cans. I'm one of the users on. Backpack, I get a free can. The first thing I'm probably going to do, because you know I'm a typical millennial, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of my Red Bull and I'm going to post it. I'm not just going to post it on Backpack though. I'm going to post it on Facebook. I'm going to post it on Twitter, Instagram, all of my social media networks, um, because it was a reward I got for being popular on Backpack. So they're going to use you know our name hopefully, but at least Red Bull's name is going to get out there, increasing their reach and their market. Um, but here's the thing i'm not going to just drink that red bull in my apartment i'm going to you know grab that red bull before i go to class in the morning it's 9:30 everybody's walking to class i'm passing like thousands of students on my way to, you know all my way to my my 9:30 a.m. which is like literally a torture and <laughs> um you know there's going to be a few people that walk by me and a few people that walk by me they're going to take notice and it's not going to be maybe a conscious thing it's probably going to be pretty subconscious uh, but what's going to happen is, is that they're going to say, Yeah, I know that girl, Taylor. Like, she's really good looking. She has a hot boyfriend. She gets invited to all the cool parties. And you know what? I always see her stuff is always uploaded on backpack. The next time, you know, one of those people later on that afternoon, they're tired. They walk into a 7 Eleven. They don't want a coffee. They want an energy drink. They're going to go and they're going to walk over to the fridge. They're going to see the Red Bull. They're going to see that can that I had earlier in my hand that day. And they're gonna say, "I want that can, because I remember that Taylor had that, and she's she's cool, and I want to be exactly like that." And like I said, a lot of it's human psychology. It's a little bit, it's it's almost weird to talk about it because most people don't think about it. It's very, um, like I said, unconscious, but. It's putting a it's putting a name to a brand and giving it a personality. Mm-hmm. The people who we expect to be receiving these rewards, like I said, they're popular on and off campus. They're the influencers, so it doesn't matter what we put in their hands. People, at the end of the day, they're still like they're, they they want to be them and they want to use everything that they're using. Um, it, it's it's like it's micro celebrities. Um, you know, it's like if I gave. Justin Timberlake a Red Bull, everybody's going to want to go and buy it. If I give the the big kids on campus, you know, the hot commodities here, if I give them products that they people see them walking around with, they're going to influence others to purchase it as well. So that's kind of what we have also tied into this to be able to, um, you know, not only get, like, some brands involved, and obviously, you know, that's a way for us to in the future generate some profit. Um, but I, I I'm not just set out to make, like, a – you know, make uh, make a way for people to connect. You know, that's already been done. Um, I really wanted to solve a few problems here, and you know, other than the privacy, uh, it really was just making sure that students could save some money so that either they can put it in their bank account or contribute it to a better college experience. Now, what wraps this all up, Seth, is that um, you know, again, you have all this content you're sharing throughout four years of college. So. You know, who's to say that five years from now, the one of the people that you were connected with at, you know, Rowan University, um, isn't like, you know, the CEO of Goldman Sachs. <laughs> you know, it's always a possibility. You never know who people are going to end up oh, knowing yeah. who they're going to be. Yeah. So I I wanted to be able to do something to kind of help that. And the, the best way that I saw to do this was to just auto-delete. So, backpack your your account actually auto deletes upon your graduation, uh, but we don't. We want to make sure that you don't you don't forget about your experience here because, as uh, avid social media users, a lot of the time you know we're not just using it to connect and all that. People really enjoy reminiscing on memories, and uh, we actually zip up all the data. We send it out to their .edu email address. And they can actually download, say, the photos into iPhoto. They can download their um, contacts into their contact books. We're trying to think of, um, right now, like a creative way to kind of compensate for everything else. Um, But then I also have plans to hopefully license something to take them into the next step of their lives, Um, you know, leaving that college network and getting into a professional network, say, such as LinkedIn. Yeah. Here's a question for you. So how are you funding this? you college, college that make a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been tough. It really has. Um, you know, I have I have one co-founder, Joey, and um, you know, we bootstrap everything. Uh, but bootstrap. yep, yep. We're honestly through money that we've saved from like internships, jobs. Um, I beg people for money sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I mean, honestly, it's just. I think people see how passionate we are about it. And I mean, there have been experiences, in all honesty, where people have just given me money. Um, I've been really lucky. I also have, you know, people in the Philadelphia tech community who have been really supportive of this. And when we needed something, like, say, money for our LLC, which we just received, so that was really exciting, nice. um, you know, we, we had somebody who was willing to help us out with that. But, um, you know, right now, we actually are applying to incubators and accelerators um, you know where we're talking to investors um, you know there, there's obviously we're getting to the point where we are going to start needing some bigger money money that people don't just give out as favors and definitely not money that college students can get um, not not even with the salary so uh, you yeah, know that's that's kind of where we're at right now uh finished up a pitch deck about like maybe a month ago that was pretty, pretty tough. Um, just, you know, like I said, being in the field and advertising, I had to do stuff like that a lot. Um, but I never realized that when you're doing it by yourself, it's a whole lot harder. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes. So we have like a, we have, we have some interns um, who aren't interns. We, we don't call, uh, anybody who works for us that they're actually associates and they, I, I allow them to be as creative as they want to with this. Uh, we have meetings once a week. Um, I want them to feel like they're part of a family and it's not, like, a job. Now um, it's all it's, local, or is this? I mean, I there's yeah. something horrible. Yeah, so, I mean, it started out pretty local. Um, you know, I was like, oh, we'll just do it at Rowan and see what happens, but it caught on to Rowan pretty quickly. Um, you know, I would say, like, the reason <clears throat> our social media networks are where they are um, is because of Rowan, so I'm very thankful for that, but in the past maybe, like, three or four months, um, I mean, we have people that communicate with us all the way from California to one of my interns now, my associates is uh, up in Canada. So That's we have, a, yeah, we have a lot of people who uh, in different, you know, different parts of the world that are reaching out and communicating with us, and you know, expressing how they think this is such a great idea, and you know, they can't wait to use it. Yeah, uh, you know, I was just telling somebody earlier today. It's it's awesome when I wake up in the morning and I. I don't just have one two or three emails but I have like 10 12 13 emails and they're not from like you know hi I'm wondering if you would like the service uh, you know it's junk mail yeah 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 it's 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 students it's students who found us like on Facebook or came across our website and it's legitimate fan mail like that is awesome like that that powers me to get up in the morning and be like all right, let's do this. <laughs> so, here's a question to wrap us up because uh shows yeah. short. How do people find out more information about Backpack so, about, OK? Absolutely. Um, our website is just www.backpackapp.com. There's no K on the end of Backpack. Um, and then through there, I mean, if you just search Backpack App in any social media network, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, Pinterest, Instagram. Um, there's a Google Plus uh, backpack app. You'll find us. we come right up. Uh, red logo. That's us. <laughs> uh, and we. I, I would say our biggest followings on Twitter. And if you're looking to communicate with us, it's probably the best way to do it. Um, but we have the contact form on the website, and uh, you know, the I would say the information, more so about like what we're doing and what we plan to do, um, is on the website. Our fan bases are really on our social media accounts, and uh, within the next six months. We actually plan to have this tested, retested, tested again, <laughs> and launched and in, in the App Store. And then I'm hoping to actually go on a college tour. <laughs> there is, you go. Know, do actually quite leave college. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, I graduate in December, so I am prepared to kind of take us to the next level. Do uh, you They do, but... Um, you know, it can be complicated sometimes. I know. You know it's not. It's not something that's, uh, you know, obviously generating any profit right now. And, um, you know, they're worried because I put way more time into this than I put into school. And thank God I worked my little butt off the past, you know, three and a half years. So I do have the room to slack off now. Uh, you know, I thought it was just going to be senioritis. I didn't think I was going to be starting a company, but uh, I put myself in a good spot. Uh, you know, and they're they're just they're just worried. You know. You have you have a six month grace period. Like you know, don't don't put yourself in a situation where you're not going to be able to get a job. And you know, I'm interviewing for jobs and whatnot. But um, you know, I'll be honest with you. Seth, at the end of the day, uh, if it to. was if it was a choice, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I I, I yeah, I'm 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 all about it. I'm passionate about it. Anybody that you talk to that knows me uh, will tell you that my my passion for it is infectious and infectious. And it's it's. It's to the point where people either think I'm losing my mind and I'm crazy. Um, but at, you know if you're an entrepreneur or you've done something like this before, you understand that the only the, the, the people who make it um, they have to be like that. There's no like you do it some days sorta half kinda really. Um, it's either you do it or you don't. you put your all into it or you don't. and that's I, I'm invested into this. Obviously, financially, at this point. Oh, yes, definitely. (laughs) But I'm also invested into this even more so, uh, you know, mentally and emotionally. And that is, I think, what is making this work. People believe in it because they see that I believe in it, and -hmm. it gets other people excited about it. So I'm having the time of my life. Honestly, it's the best thing I've done, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything, and I wouldn't give it up for the world. You'd have to, people have to pry me away from my computer sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> oh, there you go. Well, thanks <laughs> for being on the show. You know, um, we'll get the towel and hopefully we'll get you some impressed for it. You know. All right. Thank you so much. Seth I appreciate it. Good yeah, luck no, with no, everything. We'll that, okay? All right. Keep me in the loop. All right. You take care. Right, bye bye.